following program is rated TV MALV. It contains strong language, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. go barflies welcome to the barfly tailgate show you already know it's done by barflies for barflies and all the other bears fans out there good morning gentlemen as we good can morning. see as we can see around the table here uh chris texted me this morning said he was feeling a little under the weather he's caught a cold i don't know if the weather's kicking his butt or what's going on but uh he uh he told me he couldn't make it and kb said he's in a meeting so I pulled a, I shot Tooch a message off the bench and said, "Hey man, can can I pull you out of the bullpen today?" And he said, "I'll give it I'll give it the old college try." What's up, Tooch? Oh <laughs> uh, man, lots going on in the world of bears. Uh, I I, I, uh, I got lots of notes. I said for today. Do you think would we be better like this? Or just wondering if there's since there's three of us or no? Uh, maybe if you move That's over. That's too too bit. close up, right? Hey, you're doing it too close for me, too. Yeah, too much. Too much for me. Okay, I was just checking. It looks like we have this debate on uh, weekend sports betting tips all the time. There's three of us, you know, like yeah. what we do, you know. Well, you're, I like those guys sit so down far back. Down there too. Yeah, you, I got you. You like candid camera. You're over here trying. <laughs> you want it to look like we're in the Afghani cave, you know? So taping you hostage. I couldn't get my. I mean, I, I'm about. To, I think I'm gonna buy my work laptop off of them they want me to trade it back in my you know i gotta upgrade my so i can use the green screen it's just there's too much video lag so yeah well so i pulled tooch off the bench and my man jordan i messaged him this morning i was like please tell me you can make it because i don't know if i could do a one-man show and you got an extra hour of sleep happy daylight savings time to you jordan how we doing out there brother um, well, fellas, I enjoy it. I see Robbie say the same thing. Jordan got an extra hour of sleep. I'll tell you what, it doesn't feel like it. It feels like they took an hour from me, but that's okay. Um, I'm tired as always, but I'm happy to be here. Happy to talk uh, about the Bears. There's a lot that went on in the last week. And uh, I mean, we're hopefully one of our gentlemen that's, you know, his cousin got a big deal and finds a way to make it here. But if not, we'll find a way to talk about it because I think that Absolutely. was the best part of this week. Right, right. Well, I mean, we got to start off on the bad part. Uh, you were there live, Jordan, uh, watching the Bears and Chargers um, go one-on-one on Sunday night football. Um, and our, 
I mean, I was fine with the offense. I didn't think Bajent looked awful. He was still making decent plays, but the defense literally could not stop the Chargers offense all night long. I went to bed at halftime. I was so over it. Um, how was it live there, Jordan? What was uh, what was the atmosphere like in uh, SoFi Stadium? That was good. Uh, as always, as you would expect, a lot of Bears fans. Bears fans travel well. Uh, good fan base for that. Uh, I mean, obviously, naturally, you're going to see a lot of things. Seeing some players live is is, is crazy. Uh, Darnell Wright, uh, especially on that touchdown run moving, was – I mean, to see it live was a special experience. Tyson Bajant looked fine. Uh, I mean, you know, it's a clear difference in arm talent, especially that's that's – I think I told you guys, you know, beforehand, that's actually why I enjoyed even going to that game is I've seen uh, Justin Herbert practice and it was an experience. And I was like, seeing it live in a game, it's even going to be better. And then when you have the discrepancy between a guy like Tyson Page and all respect to him and his arm versus Justin Herbert, there's levels to this game. And I mean, that's really one of the things you saw there at the quarterback level. Andrew Billings, we're going to talk about in a minute, easily the biggest guy on the defensive line, moves incredibly well. Atmosphere was good. And then to your point, just to kind of wrap it up, AC, uh, absolutely. The Chargers offense, Kellen Moore, put uh, Matt Eberflus in this Bears defense uh, in elementary school and timeout where they belong because it's it's advanced offense compared to archaic, stale defense. And Justin Herbert got to drop back there. And it's not even like, I mean, yes, the offensive line obviously performed well and the Bears didn't have a great defensive line, which is why we got Montez Sweat and all those things that you're going to hear. But the reality is it just came down to it was chess versus checkers. And obviously, I mean, I kind of got the all 22 view in a sense. So when you're looking at it, you're just seeing zones and you're watching just highs and lows, just picking them apart. Very, you know, dagger, dragging. Just, hey, if if, uh, if, um, if a defender flies to this area, you pick the other. I mean, it was just it was really a piece of cake. And that's why it looked like Justin Herbert didn't break a sweat the whole game. Yeah. And uh, Austin Eckler had a hell of a game. Um I didn't even have the all 22 angle and I could see what was happening. I mean, on top of them being able to hit the underneath stuff, we couldn't tackle. Like we didn't tackle anybody all game. It seemed like uh, when we could, I mean, when we did get them in third down situations, they would just break a couple tackles and get the first down or, or a touchdown that tight, that tight end touchdown. Like he broke like three tackles ran into the end zone. And I was like, I mean, we're all fantasy players here, fellas. I owed Austin Eckler. It's been a pretty down season as an Eckler fan. Leave <laughs> the Chicago Bears to find a way to put Eckler back on the map for us. The, the Bears give up the most fantasy points to running backs this season, oh, I think, that, in it, NFL. Dude, I'm a Quentin Johnston owner. Quentin Johnston's been a real poor performer this year. Right. Statistics. Leave it up to those Chicago Bears to allow Kellen Moore to find a way to get the ball to Quentin Johnston. I know. I think yeah. it was in our ballroom league. I pulled uh, Raheem Shahid, who had been sitting on my bench pretty much all year. I put him in today. He's only projected to have seven points, but I feel it's like he's going to find a way to get behind that defense a little yeah. bit and, and and at least catch a long ball. But uh, I I don't know. It's just so disappointing after having three good. I mean, we didn't win them all, but we had three good performances going into that game. And I was like, well, okay, let's see uh, what we can do now, you know? And it just – They don't match up well with the Chargers. Yeah. you know. But the the, the only positive that may have come out of that game is that each game we lose – and even – I know Ryan Poles came out this week and gave Eberflus a standing endorsement, and that freaking drove me nuts. Uh, I don't know if you guys listened to his press conference, but – Yeah. Uh, he's got to go, and the only way he's going to go is if we lose and lose and lose. 
and that's seems to be like what we're doing. I mean, I but I don't know if polls will pull the trigger the way he talks about this guy. Like he talks that's about him like he's like he's won a ton of games or something. The, the guy's never won back to back games. Like but I don't. You, you're getting the. He works so hard in the building. From yeah. from polls, yeah. he's one of the hardest workers. You know. <laughs> NFL, you can work hard in the NFL, but in the bottom line is results, and that comes in the form of wins. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, results based business, and we're not getting the results yep. we need out of our coaching staff. Um, even, I mean, Luke Getzey looked like he was like I was really happy with that first play. I was like, okay, yes, take shots down the field. Oh, loosen this defense up some. Well, he followed that up with an end around to our punt returner. What the fuck are you doing? Like, how does that make sense? Let's run at Khalil Mack. Like, we don't know what he does. Like, <laughs> I mean, and here's the thing, though. Like, and I, I look all respect to Trent Taylor. I get it. He's, he's a punt returner, which means he's got some ability, some juice to get some wiggle going. But why are you not putting the hands? And I'm not even talking about Velas because we can get to that one. That was hilarious to watch live. But Tyler Scott is your guy with the boosties. You got he's DJ got, Moore that does everything for he's you. He's got. All the rockets up his ass, and you're over here had to get to Trent Taylor. Like, I just, I, I'm, I mean, this is we don't even have to get into it because, like, I don't, I'm not trying to be that guy this morning. But hearing Ryan Poles, a couple things, seeing Ryan Poles get the authority to make the Montez sweat move, I was kind of middling on Poles, like, whatever, man, you want to keep him, that's fine. I still think it'd probably be better to just wipe the whole slate clean, but that's fine. I get it. I've said on record, you can keep Ryan Poles. But so seeing him have the authority to make the Montez sweat trade, I was like, all right. But, you know, again, I'm not totally off the rail yet. Right, right. Hearing him talk up Matt Eberflus, like this is the good old boys club. Like, man, he's a good, good soldier. This is the guy I came in with. I'm right. I, I understand it could all be for show, but here's the reality, too. He could have also just said, yep, we, have, we believe in what Matt's doing. And no, he's putting us in the right places to win. That's That's all he could have said. But the fact that he decided to go overboard and load it up, tells me that I don't feel confident that that man is out of the job next year. And I'm already telling you, I mean, AC, Tucci, my witness, after the Green Bay game, I was like, I'm out on Justin Fields. I've cashed that check. I've not changed. I've not wavered. And I'm about ready to cash in my Bears fandom check. I swear to God, if either Justin Fields gets dealt because eh, he's going to. So that one's already kind of dealed. I'm just waiting for it. I was waiting, hoping it was going to be on the trade deadline. But, Lord, I'm telling you, if Matt Eberflus is still here, I'm gone. I'm gone. There's just no reason. There's nothing for me here. There's no reason. to. I can't stand him as a coach, to be honest. Speaking of guys that I would speak up for day in and day out, I would, I would put my life on the line for this man, the man, the myth, the legend, Ryan KB. Chilly out there. Hey man, it is kind of cold. You feel me? But we outside doing the show. You feel me? What's going on, fellas, man? What's, What's up, going brother? on? Yeah, much. We uh we just hopped in and talked a little bit about the Chargers. We haven't talked about Big Cuzzo yet, so we'll, okay. we'll get into that. Um, Perfect I just time. wanted to to get thoughts on last week's game before we turn the page onto this week's game, and 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 Jordan's ready to turn in his fandom card if Eberflus is back. I don't. Oh, my, my cousin. Oh. I'm, I'm, that's not a joke. I'm my cousin, my cousin actually grew up a Bears fan. Uh, he was a bear, he watched them for the first time back in the 80s and became a Bears fan that day. And the day they fired Lovey Smith, he was like, I'm out. He, he's a Titans fan now. He said, I'm I'm done with this franchise. <laughs> you fire a 10 win coach, and and 
I was like, well, you got out when the getting was good. I mean, since then we've had Tressman, <laughs> Nagy, Fox. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, what's up, KB? How you doing this morning, brother? Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Your boy's a little worried, man. We had got a call uh, right before uh, that meeting that we had to go to. So I was like, man, this might help. It might not help. Who knows? <laughs> Turned out that it did kind of help, man. Uh, we got there. The meeting was already done. So, you know, I was like, all right, man, we can we can get back over to the station. I can try to hop on this podcast real quick, man. Hopefully your boy make it through. Uh, other than that, man, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty nice out today, you know? Uh, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, I mean, I'm in good spirits. Uh, good spirits. You know, Cuz got the payday. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it's it's funny to see kind of folks like backtracking from you know what I'm saying what they said. I can't believe the Bears traded for a guy and didn't give him a contract. And you know, we give him the contract, and then people are mad that he got the contract. So I, you, you know how it is, bro. I I, I can't stand Bears fans, bro. I, I can't. It's but, difficult sometimes, for real. For, uh, for, for which player? For Cousin? For sweat. No, that's sweat. for Sweat. Yeah. No, that's for Sweat. Uh, yeah, like that was say, driving you know, me nuts, too, KB. I, I was over the moon. I got <laughs> I got text messages from everybody else before I seen it. Talking about Cuz got the extension on The hell are they talking about? Get on Twitter. <laughs> get on Twitter and see it. Oh, shit, he did get the extension. Let me text him, man. Congratulations. But, uh... Yeah, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I heard y'all say y'all talked about the game last week. I mean, what, what can be said? Uh, Bajan looked like a rookie. Defense looked like shit. And it's, it's, the, same, it's the same thing every week. Uh, yeah. you, you, get, you get the tease of maybe this can be something, can be a well-coached team. And then the next week, they look totally inept in everything that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan, I caught the back end of what you were saying. I, I'm in total lockstep with you. Up to a certain point, I can't, I can't not be a fan, you know, because you're a better man than me. <laughs> if, if if Andrew weren't gonna be on the team, that's true. And that, that would make. I'll tell you what, you hold on to that card as long as Andrew Billings is there. That makes absolute sense. That's 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 it. Um, well, it, it made me extra well, glad that I got the Billings jersey. When exactly. I, when I saw the extension, I was like, "Well the deserved not only contract here for one year." Extension. So, well, one of the best players on the defensive line, if not the best, and, and he's been. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to say this in like all due respect, it's not a bad thing, but he's been fishing for somebody to show him the respect since being drafted in the third and being, I mean, people don't realize like he got drafted and sat behind uh, Geno Atkins, yes, sat behind Domita Pecco. Like these are guys that, you know, hey, you know, good luck. that is when. Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, good luck, man. Good luck trying to find a way here, Rook. You know, sit behind some greatness. Geno's still in the league? No, no, no. no. He's been no. out for a bit. Hell of a player, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I then, you know, had, every play, man. Had to go to Cleveland, took a year there. Uh, I don't yep. think that went, went spectacularly well. Then had the COVID year, and then had to had to play right. with. Now he was on the Good Raiders year when they actually went to the playoffs and almost beat the Bengals, who went to be on the Super Bowl. But yeah, man, I mean, I'm I'm so damn, especially like I, I gotta say, we put on for Cuzzo here. Like we, we were here before we, he was a Chicago Bear, going, "This is the spot for you, my man." Uh huh. And here he is cashing it on. I, I was, yeah, was going to exactly. say ten million because that's about what I think he deserves is ten mil. But yeah, talking, I mean, good on good. Going to continue to praise some, throw some praise on Cuzzo here. Good on Andrew for being the most selfless human being out there. Going, <laughs> oh, you know, I'll just take eight point five. I don't need ten. I don't need. I'll just take a good old eight point five. Like the, I mean, he he could have came on. out like Jalen Johnson and said, "I'm gonna be pissed if they resign Sweat before me." Like <laughs> he did say that. He did. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I, I guess we could put the, the – the last thing I'll talk about of the Chargers game was 
Avalis Jones has got to be cut. I mean, it, it, the, yeah, you've got, you've got Taylor. We just talked about Taylor, who is doing your punt returning. Can he not do kick returns as well? I don't know. I, I feel like he could see put Scott uh, back there. He and, could do yeah, it. Fair catch. I mean, you get it at the 25 now with the rules that they've done. There's no yeah. reason for Bayless Jones to be on this team. The ball hit him right in the damn chest, and he drops it. I just – I was – that was pretty much the time I turned the game off. As soon as he dropped, I was like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. And then we already talked about the defense and Herbert carving them up. I just you're, – you're wasting a roster spot, just like you said, Tooch. You've got one guy taking a roster spot for kick return, one guy taking a roster spot for punt return. And that and that's all they do. Like, <laughs> yeah. <I don't, laughs> you could put Darrington Evans back there. You could same if yeah. better results. Exactly. I mean, I know you fellas remember when I was sitting, and it wasn't a anti-Trent Taylor thing, but one of the things I had said is, isn't that pretty damning that you have to throw away a need, an edge with a Terrell Lewis or a Gibson, things of that sort, because you have to create another spot on your roster for a singular position at punt returner because yeah. god forbid the guy that you spent the 71st pick on that you were having ideations of devin hester for can't hold on to the ball enough to take a singular return specialist role he can only do one half of the return duties like i, I mean it's, it's all good but the fact that he still remains on this roster is ryan pole's ball washing his own play and i get it you know you want to give every opportunity but at a certain point when the guy is on the chicago bears and every time he's on the field he has and more it's, it's a mistake. Get, get, I mean, get, we, we gave like, we gave polls credit for for swallowing his pride and getting rid of Chase Claypool when it didn't work. He's got to do the same thing for the guys that he drafts as yep. he's done for guys that he's traded for or guys that just didn't work out. I mean, if 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 the Andrew Billings hadn't worked out the way it had, maybe he would have been a guy at the trade let down or something. I don't know, but I'm saying like. If you're a GM, you've got to swallow your pride and make the moves that we can. If we can see it in the stands, I know damn well you can see it up in that press box. There's as much shit as we give this coaching staff. There's no way that they don't see it too. They're hamstrung at this point by Ryan Poles not making the move. Just just make the move, Poles. Like give it up. It's not going to work out. If he wants to come down to Tennessee and play for the Titans, come back home or something. Let him do it, but he he can't be on this roster. Period. And I mean, I see Leo talking about it, and that's fine. I get it. Yes, absolutely. With the ball in his hand, that's why I said earlier I'd, I'd have given it to Tyler Scott on that end around, just because you know the thing with Javelis is <clears throat> he has ball security issues as well, um, which is my only hesitation there. Leo, is this just a matter of the fact is when he's holding the ball, you don't you have a little bit of a pit in your stomach going, what's going to happen with this? Um, and I mean, to, to John, after that, the the, well, the criticism on Velas is okay, but the ball's still in the throne. I mean, I guess, man, but like the reality is, if the ball's hitting you in the middle of your number, like, you know, you got to catch that. We got to stop. Right. We, hey, we got to stop excusing incompetence. And that's exactly why I'm talking. Like, I got to get the fuck off the train. It, because... I mean, I, I it was because so, he had to he had stop to, and kind of come back to grab but, it. So it was underthrown, but it still hit him directly the, in the chest. I was going to say, at the end of the day, you're an NFL player, bro. You got to make that play. And in life's not a zero-sum game. The reality is you can have two things that go wrong. Sure, Bateson should have thrown the ball a little better. Also, Bayless, how about you act like a professional athlete and not trip over your feet, turn it around? And if the ball – I get it. Look, man, you fell down. The ball hits you on your chest in the middle of the numbers. Your hands were – what are we doing, man? Like, I, You know <laughs> – 
Stop excuse. And this is for offense. Stop excusing incompetency. It's why we were, you know, rebuilding since '86. All that bullshit. It's been, you know, this this is how you get here. And NFL players are not paid for making the easy crossing route that hits you right in the hands. They are paid to make plays that you that you won't see a high school or a college kid make. That you, you know what I'm saying? Like that with Valus. You've you've got to make that play. That's that's. There's no way, no two ways around it. Um, I just. We'll move on. Uh, this week's the trade deadline. Uh, first and foremost, Bears trade for Montez Sweat. And then Michael Lombardi doesn't like stupid plays. He likes stupid well, – I don't remember how, he's, how he worded it. He's an it. idiot. If there was a wanker of the week this week, it would be Michael Lombardi. That dude is so <laughs> dumb. He just he hates comes, the Bears. He hates the Bears clearly. Yeah, I, I think, don't know why. But I think what he KB, did for you job? share that where or someone shared it in our group chat where he made the exact opposite statement last year for the Bradley Chubb and TJ Hawkinson trades. He literally said, This is great to get them in your building so you don't have to worry about bidding wars, blah blah blah. But he does the opposite, says the opposite thing about the Montez sweat trade. Well, now he's locked up, so we don't have to worry about it. We locked him up. Uh, I think KB may have yeah, be back. said, he he's, said he's moving indoors. Okay. Um, Get his computer better set up. So he says So he says the exact opposite with the exact same type of move. And two days later, the Bears give the guy the extension. When I first saw it, I thought it was a little overpaid, but then I saw it compared to the Rashawn Gary and it kind of is even, and his numbers are better than Gary's, I am perfectly fine with it. I'm glad we got him locked up. He will be active today and play his first game as Chicago Bear, wearing the number 98. Um, I have not bought the jersey yet, but <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, what, what did you, Jordan, I'll start with you. What did you think of the Montreal sweat trade and the extension and all of the above? Man, you want to start with the negative guy, huh? No, I'm kidding. It's I have, I'm going to be way more down on it than most people, but not, I would need to be careful of my words here because I do not want to be mistaken. It's like I'm negative on the move. Right. It's probably not what I would have done or how I would have done it. But I also want to give credit to Ryan Poles for being convicted in the moves that he does do. And I also think credit to him and his staff because also as a Bears fan for many years, I will give him credit in saying that I think most of the moves that Ryan Poles makes have some level of sense or logic behind them that I don't think I could always ascribe to previous staff um, or, you know, executives in the building. I think it was a bit rich to pay. Um, and I get like Michael Lombardi is a fool and all these people saying free, he would have been free agency. Uh, no, he wouldn't have. So, and no, you're not going to get a player of Montez sweats ability at pick 35 to 40. All of that is true. You did have a needed edge. All of these things that you're hearing that Bears fans want to corral around, I'm with it. I just didn't love giving a second round pick because, and I'm just the the the, the you know the couch GM. Every time you yep. sign a long term extension or you trade away a draft pick or you make a big draft pick, anytime you do these things, you're closing the door on a potential avenue and going no, we're we're. So we're not going down that way. We're going this way. And that's fine. You can do that. You have to do that as a GM. But I don't have to love and agree with it. I just have – it's more of I have questions and concerns about Montez Sweat as a player. Uh, I think it's really easy to look at the numbers and all that. But 
I also think he was playing with two very solid interior defensive linemen and a very capable edge rusher on the other side. And he was playing on one of the best defensive lines yeah, in the four NFL. Four studs. Four studs. And now, they, had, they had four first-round picks on that D-line. And, but and now was, you're asking the guy to be Batman, not not Robin, not, you know, some other sidekick. And, I mean, yeah. it's not that he can't. That's the thing. But will he be? And yep. that's where I have a little bit of concerns. And I – I yeah. wouldn't go so deep into like where I'm does Chase Young and all that sit in it, but to me, it's a fine trade. I hope it works out. Obviously, for Bears fans, I I hope he becomes the defensive end that everybody thinks he's going to be. Uh, it's just not a move I would have made, but I mean, we're it, that's why I'm not in the position. That's, I can certainly go deeper, but I want to give Tooch and everybody else time. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely, um, but I think that helps when you add a talent like that to your D line. Uh, yes, he played with all first-round picks in Washington. However, Andrew's going to eat off of this. Uh, one of the rookies, if they play three-tech, or even if they move Demarcus Walker over there, hello, Ryan Poles, move, Dar- move Demarcus Walker to three-tech. That's a smart like, thing. If you move him over there, and then that gives Yannick the other side, not only does this – this improves, I think they said, uh, the rising tide raises all ships. So he moves out. He gets a talent. He gets him locked down for four years. Uh, he signed a $98 million extension to go with his number 98 he's going to be wearing on the field. Uh, I just – I think it, it helps everybody out, and it just made sense. And uh, I heard – I think I was listening to the score, and they were talking to a guy who covered the Washington Commanders. Montez Sweat played for the Commanders when they ran a 3-4. So if we do move on, from Eberflus and bring in a, a guy who runs a different system. He has the ability to play either system, 4-3 or 3-4. So we're not handcuffed by that. Um, and I understand the reason they didn't do the Chase Young move was due to injuries and signability. I mean, Chase Young's going to be looking – I mean, I didn't expect this guy to get 24 and a half, but Chase Young, if he's seeing Sweat get 24 and a half, what's he going to be asking for in the offseason, you know? And it seems like he's going to be the one to hit free agency because I just don't know, unless the 49ers don't have to abide by the salary cap like everyone else does, I don't see how they can re-sign him. Right. So they traded a third-round pick for a nine-game rental. And if they win the Super Bowl, then it works out for everybody for that on that side as well. I think I think everything worked out for everybody on this on this trade. I just I don't understand how Michael Lombardi continues to get – Screen time. Uh, I saw his tweet today, um, and it was the first time I had looked at it, and I was like, well, I'm glad I don't follow him because, God bless, he just – I mean, it's like – he's like white Stephen A. Smith. He just says the dumbest shit and, and, and gets a platform because he says dumb shit. Like, that's that's the ESPN way, it seems like. Maybe I don't say enough dumb stuff. So that's why I'm not – That's what it is, bro. <laughs> you, you speak with some common sense. Because when I seen that, y'all seen the the interview. Who they didn't make this trade with the the thought in mind of re-signing him and blah blah blah. Anybody tells you that is stupid. I'm like, my man, why? That doesn't make sense. Why? He said, if I was Sweat's agent, I wouldn't even answer the phone. What the fuck, Lombardi? Oh, okay, <laughs> right. Yeah, the entire time he the agent was on the phone. They asked, all right, you said twenty four and a half million. Yeah, hey, we can make man. that shit work. <laughs> Michael Lombardi got a, too, a little too loosey on the goosey. He was feeling himself. 
He made a few ridiculous comments. He always do that. He does it <laughs> consistently making ridiculous comments. This is a guy who drafted Jamarcus Russell, who drafted Johnny Manziel, whose son got fired by the Raiders, arguably a worse franchise than we are, and that's saying something. Well, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I was going to say, man, that goes to show you, though, uh, the hot takes that were coming out saying that this was a bad deal by the Bears, period. Uh seeing folks saying the timelines don't match up, seeing folks saying, why would you give a second round pick when you're going to have a high pick? This this is my thing. When you can get somebody that's a quality starter, he's a quality edge rusher, you are hoping that in the second round you get somebody that's as good as Montez Sweat. I have no problem giving that second round pick to go get a Montez Sweat because it's not like you're getting – I'll say his name just, just to say it. It's not like you're, you're betting on a Bryce Huck. You know what I'm saying? You have somebody that's coming off the bench. You don't know if he can succeed as a starter. Montez Sweat has succeeded as a starter since he's been in the league playing for the Redskins slash Commanders. So, and the Washington football team. Like, that man's played for three different iterations of a team being on one team. Good for him. Uh, but he still he still had solid production, even when he didn't have Chase Young across from him. You know, Young has dealt with the injury bug, so it's not like he's always had him. Uh, yeah, Jonathan Allen is good. So is my other Deron Payne. He's good, uh, but Sweat was was anchoring that line pretty much. So I'm, I'm like I said, I'm I'm completely happy with the trade. Anybody that sat there and said it was a dumb trade, like I, I'm not I'm not understanding because anybody else made that trade, it'd be an awesome trade. So yeah, that was the first thing I looked at was the Athletic put out their trade. Um, they gave us a D minus. I thought it was a C, but either way, like I was like, how like. It says, I, I think I put it out there. It says, everyone, uh, the Bears need a pass rusher. Bears, trades for pass rusher. Everyone, what are they doing, Trey? <laughs> like, how, 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 make it make sense. It doesn't. They need help on the, the D line, and they traded for a D lineman. How dare they? Well, and I'm curious to see what Tuch has to say, but I will just say, and I mean, if we really want to go into it, I would be glad to give you that contrarian, you know, all the, because I, I think my only thing is it's not a problem with the trade or the player. It's actually just all the other things that I'm thinking about when you end up making the trade. That's oh, my yeah. issue with it. So I'd be glad to go into it. But too, go ahead. It's sitting there. Go, go Dude, on. I know you had some notes or something on I this. I got some notes on it. Look, <clears throat> there's two camps on this, the people that like the trade, the people that don't like the trade. It depends on your philosophy. Are we building through the draft? Then you, you're, you're in favor of keeping a second-round pick. And especially after uh, uh, the mishap with Chase Claypool, you have to, you have to, you have to kind of – you can't ignore that. You know, uh, the Bears organization, the whole organization, this season includes ownership, management, coaches, players, and fans. We're in a long and difficult funk. Man, I'm telling you, it's been a long time. Uh, everything seems hopeless and desperate. You kind of have this is kind of like what Jordan's been talking about. You know, it, it's the stuff that's going around on the outside, the perimeter of this trade. And some of it, uh, it felt a little desperate, you know, and I'm saying, I, I don't know the draft. And I don't know whether or not you could get a player that could rush the passer. But thing is, if you do find a second pick, say you take the Ellis kid from Utah and he becomes a pass rusher uh, in the second round, Todd, I don't know if he'll be there, but you have him under contract for way less money. And then on the other hand, the bears do have a lot of money. We still have 55 million under the cap to still sign some players. So uh, with the sweat acquisition, there's pros and cons to the trade. Both praise and criticism are both fair, so I, I can't pretend either side is right. I don't think either side should be dunking on each other. No, over no, this. no. 
you know, definitely not because uh, I want to I want to bring in uh, the Chase Claypool trade. And when when polls gave away a second round pick with that knowledge, if you're Sweat's agent, you know that polls has to make this one work because of the chain. We pissed away a second round pick, got nothing for Chase Claypool. So what bothers me a little bit is the talent uh, evaluation on Claypool. And then sort of the desperate move to grab Montez Sweat. And I don't want to knock it because I think Montez Sweat is a quality player. Is he a $25 million a season player? I don't know. It, it, again, this is speculation on uh, uh, Fochizi says, yeah, he's not Claypool. I know that. But you, it, it was a speculative pick on Claypool. It's the hey, same thing. And for the record, you're, you're projecting Claypool well, to come in and be we, a starter. And it did work. For, when we traded for Claypool. Yeah. They said the exact same thing, Aaron. There's nobody out there. There's nobody out there we can get in free agency. We got to get this guy. And for the record, that's desperation. You don't make desperate moves, especially not with draft picks. Because if you have the philosophy of building through the draft, which Polls supposedly said he does, if you're going to tear something down, you want to build it through the draft, you need your high draft picks to hit. You know, and we pissed away the Claypool pick. That was the number 32 overall pick, man. And I, I look back and we broke this down on Bear Their Souls. There wasn't anybody there for them to pick anyways. So we no. could also say that too. But it, either way, this is it, it's the Claypool trade was definitely a gamble. It didn't work out. 100% uh, it was. The, the sweat trade is, is a safer gamble. It's still a gamble nonetheless. I think mm-hmm. it'll work out. Uh, the, with, with the, I mean, if you see, if you see, look, at, look at Montez Sweat. The dude, he's a large man. He's a freak. He's, he's a large six, man. Something like that? Nope. Now, it, this, this goes down to uh, uh, talent evaluation and player development, which the Bears have not been good at developing. No. Uh, talent. <laughs> That's what worries me about this. Uh, the, the coaching staff is not good at developing talent. I think uh, this is what Jordan and I are on the same page here with. I I, I do not like this coaching staff. I'm there, too. Oh, we're all there. I didn't like him when we hired him in the first fucking place. Right. But so who's this? Who has nothing to do with each other? It does, though. It does have stuff to do with each other because when, when you're talking about high draft picks and you're talking about rebuilding a franchise, you need those cornerstone draft picks. Now, here, here's the thing, sweat. though. In the second round, yeah. Jordan, you probably – I'm hoping you'll have my back I'm hoping. Because, like, I'm telling in you – In the second go round, you're not going to find a Montez Sweat. You would have had to draft a Jared Verse in the first round or a Chop mm-hmm. Robinson in the first round or something like that. Making this trade allows you to go get your quarterback, yeah, whether that's I know. Caleb Williams I or Drake May, and we go get Marvin Harrison Jr., who we desperately need. Marvin Harrison Jr. And, and that comes to look, they probably had some contract numbers batted around, but Sweat did come out and he's like, "I'm not thinking about that. You know, I'm th- where I'm going to be. I'm here." He for had that. just got I'm, off I'm, the plane when I know. That. Well, I, understand that. I understand that, but this is like you know. Jumping, you have to give these things time to breathe, you know. Is it a fair contract? I don't know what I mean. It seems it's a little high. I don't care, it's not my money, you know, it's not my money. But Tooch and I are like, what for all of this? I fucking love it. (laughs) So, because we're gonna do that, I'll play play the other side of the fence on this. Please, I'll play play all the way positive. First of all, I say you give up the second round pick, yeah, yep, second round pick and money. And money. Yeah, yeah, you sit there and you say, well, we have to think back on the Claypool trade that has to be brought in. This is why I push back on that. Montez Sweat is not the same person that Claypool was. Claypool was already said to be a cancer in the locker room 
and was already a gamble. You mm -hmm. have Montez Sweat, who is mm -hmm. already established. You're not getting a he might be. This is a, a seven to eight sack person player yep. who has anchored a D line for most of the time he's been on a team. This is, this is this is a lot. Time. This this is not a gamble in my opinion. This is a you went out and you got your player. Yes, we gave up the second round pick for him. No, I, I, I mean that. look, he's got a floor. And yeah, it's he a pretty has high floor. He, it's he a pretty high floor. The, the gambler speculation's on the ceiling. The, and and that and that point is this. Yeah. If even if his sets floor, the edge, he plays the run better than a lot of edges in the league. I was going to say even if he set if he's at the floor, he's still a solid player. And this is the issue that I have. The Bears would probably more than likely still pursue this this man in free agency and throw this amount of money at him. The fact of the matter is, you get him in the building, you have the rights to do this shit now. The whole this whole thing that oh the Bears can get this player in the offseason and all this shit. Where was that this last offseason when we were supposed to get all these players and didn't? Yeah. We were getting this right yeah. tackle that we didn't get. We were getting all these all, all these top players. We were getting Deron Payne. We were getting all these the uh my man that plays for the 49ers right now that, that hasn't done shit. Hard we day. were getting all of these players because we had 120 million dollars. We had all the cash space in the fucking world, but we didn't get these people. Nobody and then to, to even hear a lot of these dudes didn't even sniff Chicago. Why That's would you? It. <laughs> they, why would you? This is this is the issue that I have when people say, "Oh, this is, it was a bad trade. It was this. It was that." I don't give a damn what you want to call it right now. Right now is the move he had to I'm make. I'm not going to come down on on either side of whether it's a good trade or a bad trade because one, it's a it it, it, it it's a it's a high draft pick and money, and that's fine. Yeah, because you got the player you want. Well, you're a bad team. That's what you got to do. Is he is he is he better than what we have? Absolutely, absolutely. Is, is he a blue chip player? No, that's the problem. It was a double. That's the that's and it, it's okay. It, instead listen, of hitting the home run, it hits double. And listen, like when you take a and that's what I was trying to say. They're, say, they're going to say, "Hey, we can't have nice things. We can have nice things." No, look, it's fair to criticize both sides of trade. Like I said, people cannot dunk on each other for this because we don't know what he's going to no. do. He's got nothing Absolutely alongside not. of him. And, and you know, he could be fighting through double teams every, and every this game. This is the thing. You saw a GM take a home run swing, and that's why I'm saying, for the record, I I know my priors. I stood by the Claypool move, and I got to be honest, I still do in yeah, hindsight. I, hated it. I, I know I didn't work, but I still do. And here's I, I you he watch. Was, Coy, was, no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, Tooch, and and I get it. He's declining, and he's not working yeah. out in Miami. But I'd also tell you what wide receiver in a midseason trade does work out on another team. Quentin Johnston, you saw he was used on move routes and things of that sort. And they never really did that with Claypool, and I'll leave it there. But I don't think he was quite used right. I stand by the process you were looking to. Get. Now this is the thing, and we're going to talk he about. You use our quarterback right. But this is the thing. <laughs> no, but that's the thing is we we're going to talk about sliding doors here because that's actually my entire issue with the sweat trade. And I apologize. I see Swift is in the chat. He's heard this from me, and he doesn't agree. That's okay. But the thing is, is that you had to go get a Claypool because you took a misstep and decided to pass on an ex-wide receiver archetype in Alec Pierce or George Pickens for your different reasons. But now you had to go you had to go back and correct that. And then it didn't work. Yeah, Jordan and I are more billed through the draft guys. Yeah, well, because this is the thing. You know? We're not Absolutely. going anywhere. I've, I've, already capitulated. I've already capitulated everything KB and, and AC feel and anybody else on it. He's a better edge than you're going to find at that range. Yeah. Uh, all he's you know elite traits, all that good stuff. My issue just is more that, and yes, you can pitch to me that Ryan Poole is going to trade one of those two top picks and he's going to pick up more. This got to be the dumbest question the, out there. But but this is the difference. 
let's just say I know I know people still want to think Justin's the guy, but how, let's how just, much just, time you got T3P? Just, just pander for me here for a second. Justin Fields not the guy. Let's just say they move on. They're gonna go get their own guy. That's one of your first top ten picks burn yep. for a quarterback. So now everybody goes back to it's the it's the Sewell or the Chase debate. You go in Harrison Jr. or you go in Olu. I don't care. Pick one. You want to go wide receiver? That's fine. I, I think yeah. the second overall pick has got to be Marvin Harrison. I'll Absolutely. take Marvin Harrison okay, Jr. So fine. before I Absolutely. take the quarterback. Yep. But so this is the beautiful thing to me, AC, and this is why I'm a little upset about it. Because I'll go you both ways. You pick Olu because you think the offensive tackle is more important than the receiver. Wow, what do you know? There's a bunch of great X archetype receivers from Keon Coleman to uh, Brandon Rice to you can go Malik get one of those you can go get one of those guys in the second round of that pick that you just traded away. Now you got your tackle, your quarterback, and your receiver. Oh, but hold on, I think you can't pass Marvin Harrison Jr. So we got to get the quarterback and we got to get Marvin Harrison Jr. Well, you know who's available probably in that late first, early second are all these great fucking offensive tackles that you probably could need if Braxton Jones isn't that guy at your left tackle. Jordan Morgan, who just put on a show against Leatu Latu last night. You got Tyler Guyton. You got Patrick Paul. All of those players are opportunities at left tackle that you just removed yourself out of the conversation for. So it's not that picking up an edge is bad because I can absolutely say. Yeah, I was going to say, Edge was in that, com- that conversation too. But guess what? You're not, you know what you're not getting? You're definitely not getting a superior X wide receiver archetype in the third, fourth round, and you're also not getting a superior left tackle in that. So, I mean, you and then that's a different discussion. Maybe the team is not as built up as it should be after two years of having the teardown and a lot of cap space. And so it's like I said, it's to me, it's not about sweat. It's just more about yeah. missed opportunities down the line that you may need. Or in the past, man. Look, and if and you know, I'm typically a built through the draft guy too, as well. I've already done some mock drafts. I'm not going to lie to you. I already done some mock drafts. So right after they made that trade, I went into the mock draft simulator. I grabbed Marvin Harrison Jr. second overall. I traded back the, I think I had third or fourth overall. And I grabbed JJ McCarthy late in the first round. And I know you would love that, Jordan. I know yeah. that would oh, yeah. be. That's probably the only way you're keeping me every, as a fan on this team. I'm every done. time I watch, I watch <laughs> JJ, I like, him. I like him every time I watch him more and more. Well, bring Fucking Jim Harbaugh baller. with you because yep. fuck Eberfield. Fucking baller. And like, I mean, it's still a whole different thing, but like. Thank you, Tooch. Thank you, thank you, AC. Put some fucking respect on my man JJ McCarthy's name. I'm fucking sick of it. Like all I sit here is, and you got people asking about Caleb crying in the stands, which I love it. I'm all about it. I know people don't have to love that shit, but I, I don't want to shit on polls all show long because he's done some good things. No, I mean, he has. It, it he was has. smart letting Jalen Johnson test the market because now look, nobody there were no biters for Jalen Johnson. Now we know yeah. we might be able to re-sign Jalen Johnson at an appropriate price. You know, you know because there's nothing say. out there. Right, I love, I love that you let him test the market, let him see what's out there because you know that I love that Polls is telling us more information in one press conference than we ever got from Ryan Pace out of four years. He came out and he said, Look, this was the price first or second round pick because I want to replace that Jalen Johnson if if that's where he went. He just told us straight up, When have you ever heard a price put out in a press conference? Never, I haven't heard it from anybody. Ryan Polls will come out and tell you, This is what I was looking for. And we didn't get it, so he's a bear. And if we have to franchise tag him, we'll franchise tag him. There's always he an out they were of, close. of every contract. I'm, I don't know what it is with the sweat, but I think the Bears can. Oh, know. they guaranteed him, like, most of the contract. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was after the second year. Like, Yeah, exactly. You can – I mean, there, there's always an out. This is this is where I stand with Pose, all right, because I, this is something I, I've, I've never really came out and said whether I was I on one side or the good. other. 
He's done some good things. So but... this this is my thing. Ryan Poles is a new GM. He's a young dude. Yeah. Of course, he's going to make mistakes. There's no GM in the in in the NFL in the in any sport who has made every mis- made every pick or choice that is perfect. The guy in Philadelphia drafted Jalen Rager like you know he, over you know, JJ. We're, <laughs> we're going we're going to have the mistakes with Ryan Poles. What I do like about Poles is what Poles does. He does usually with conviction, and he'll tell you why he did it. I get it. I'm okay with it right now. It's it's when we get a couple years down the road and you're still making the same mistakes. He's only he's in the second year. He just tore down an entire roster that has been bad for for a few a couple years now. We had the one good year and then we went straight back to mediocrity. So I'm going to give him I'm going to give him what he can his his flowers for right now. He can he's making the mistakes. I get that. It's a fact of matter. Do you learn from him? You went out and got sweat. Okay. So we need to stop with the we're passing up on part uh, players and positions, and then later on that year we're trying to fix that same shit because we passed on it. Like how Jordan said, "I'm that part we have to get past." If you make a choice, you have to stand by that choice, dog. You can't, you can't keep. We can't keep doing this every year. You know what I'm saying? So if you do make the decision, like let's say all season hits, Justin Fields isn't my guy. I'm going to move Justin Fields. I'm going to get a pick, and then my quarterback is going to be in that first round, whatever the case may be. Or you sit there and say, you know what? We finished the year out. Justin Fields plays adequately. He looks like he he takes steps or whatever the case may be. And you say, you know what? We can work with this. I need to put the right people around him. I need to get the right head coach. And then you move forward that way. You go get your old lineman. You go get Marvin Harrison Jr. You got your D lineman. Now, things aren't looking as bad for next year. It's, it's, it's all about how Poles grows as a GM and how he fixes shit. And it's not, it can't be like Jenga. You know, you know what I'm saying? Can't take that piece out and then be like, oh, yeah, I can build a foundation off of this. No, bro, you just, pulled, you just put, made a hole, brother. You're you going you gonna to topple the foundation because you keep making holes. And then you think you can stack on top of the, the, the holes that you put in the foundation. You can't keep doing that. The only thing that worries me about Poles is his foundation. The way he stands behind Eberflus and says, I see him in the building every day. He works really hard. The way he builds day in and day out. Like I get I get a brother pass on that. I see, I see him every I, Sunday. I don't need to see him day I get, in and day out. I see I get him every the, Sunday. I get the, He's the coached every people week, are coming Aaron. from every freaking week. I get if I get Brandon the people are coming from saying, Hey, you are a problem. Yeah. But like I said, I get the approach of saying, you know, he could have just came out and said a few things about it and then moved on instead of giving him the go on review. I get that. What I'm saying is, did y'all really expect my man to come out and be like, the dude's trash? Like, I need to replace him. I don't expect him him to blast him, but it could have been very easily for him to say, you know, we've had a rough season. He'll never blast him. We're going to see how this plays out. Like, so my my thing thing is this. Okay, B, real quick. I just said, all you had to do was come out and say, I have full faith in Matt. Think he can do the job. We're all behind him. He's the right man to lead us to the the Until he's not. That's it. That's it. I didn't didn't get to see the full press. I'm sorry. Everybody's saying he was was saying, making glowing remarks about the man. How I feel about it. And y'all, y'all can say, Ryan, that ain't right. That he he can do what we're saying. If he came out and he did all that, yeah, that'd have been perfectly fine. You cut him to the point. You leave the speculation. Him coming out saying the glowing things. All right, yeah, I'm behind this man. I support him 100. You know, we're going forward. Who ride type shit? Oh, I blow you up for the rest of the year. 
if I'm not, if not, I'm not, I'm not firing you after the Saints game. Yeah, I, I act like I'm on your fucking team. Yeah, high fives, man. We're best friends. Season in, we're shit. You're gone. Dog is over. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh yeah, I didn't talk him up. Because at some point, what? What? Let's say this. What happens if the Bears went on a fucking run and we look like an adequate team for the rest of the fucking year? Do you think we keep eating blues? Yeah. Well, I'm telling you what, KB, what you're talking about is sense and logic. And if that is how Ryan Poles operates, that's my man. My but, concern, though, is that he does not do that. So that's the thing. KB, if you're right, wonderful. Beautiful acting job. Give that man an Oscar. He's fantastic. Exactly. That's my GM. <laughs> but if he's actually, that was what I said at the, at the time, KB. You already said that you're keeping polls and you because you authorized him to give up a top 40 pick for you. Uh-huh. Fine. Then that same guy you authorized is now coming out effusively praising a guy that has the worst franchise record in head coach history for this franchise. Which Shows inadequacy. Long history. Like, <laughs> I, like I said, if I, all the credit, KB, if he comes out and he was just faking the funk. But I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm Forgive me, I'm abused. I'm a little harassed. Over oh, the- yeah, I believe. I, I feel you. I, I feel you 100%. And I, I'm not going to lie. If it comes out next year and things play out the way that they play out, we have two top five picks, that means Ibrahim did not do his fucking job. That means you are gone. I'm sorry. There's no way in hell that you get to coach another year, bro. Um, you don't. Because it's one thing for a team to, to be bad. Mm-hmm. And lose games. It's another thing when the team is actually halfway decent coach and it becomes a talent issue. This team is bad. We are out coached. Period. Yeah. That being said, if that man has a job after this year and it continues on this same track, then hell yeah, pose his ass all he needs to go. Because I mean, you're not you're not living in reality, brother. You're not. That man is not the he is not the head coach for the team. The only way that you can even sit there and even entertain that is if the Bears somehow magically go on the run and all of a sudden we look like a well-oiled machine. Well, that is the, the only way. That's the thing, KB. Is I, I, look, I, I don't think anybody here totally loved Iberflus when he was hired. At I all. said he's probably a great guy. But I, I never to, heard of him before we hired him. I, I, you got to give him Ooh. a little bit of a pass over the first year because it's like, well, you're tearing down what talent do you have? Yeah. But all that shit goes away now. And this is why I've been like, yo, I can't do this anymore. I got to get off this train. Because not only did the GM stand by you and draft defensive talent at the top of the draft for you, he did it again this year. Mm-hmm. And he brought in free agents for you defensively. And, and it doesn't look any better. And it doesn't. So I'm, what are oh, we doing? Can't talk about like I can't do this anymore, man. Like I said, he to me, if like I said, if I was in Paul's position, yeah, I would talk that guy up because at the end of the day, the season isn't over. Yes, you we still got half the season to go. You already know that we're not gonna fire somebody mid through the season because we've never fucking done it. So that means Ibra Futs is gonna be the coach until the end of the season. Come out, stick the man up. Pray that something changes where the team does play adequately, but we're probably still going to be trash and lose a bunch of games. And then at the end of the year, shake that man's hand and say, thank you for doing whatever job you did here, but we're going our different ways. And this, this, add, that should be the end of it. Because this has been on my mind consistently, and it's not quite the same. And, Chap, you're welcome to respond. Let's say he does that as we want. And this is why I kept struggling with polls. Now, it doesn't matter because he's going to stick around. But does that not kind of feel like just we're doing pace and naggy all over again? Yep. 
and, and I'm just trying to say, Phil, that's why I'm out. That's why it, it's bolt up. It's anybody other team. Cause like, it's, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm off the carousel. I'm not doing this shit no more. Like, yeah, they, they could even reuse the Matt and Ryan coffee mugs. That they, <laughs> <Maggie> <laughs> I didn't even have to change the uh, name tags on the desk. And, look, a few more not, boxes of those. and look, it's not a hundred percent the same. I understand it's well documented that. Ryan Pace was was saddled with John Fox. I get it. It's and by all accounts, Ryan Poles picked Eberflus. They they've been friends for a while. All this other stuff. Yeah. But but at some point, you do just have to sit there and go, look. There's enough smoke there that uh, Bill Polian kind of brought Eberflus in. They were on a second interview by the time Poles got the job, and I can just see it now. We're like Ryan Poles is bringing in. This is my new guy, and we're at the press conference together. And like I have good faith that. Fuck, yeah. That sure feels a lot like Ryan Pace when he was. Uh, we believe in Matt Nagy. This is, you know, we're excited to have Matt here. He had like, to get a coach in there so he could get it higher assistant coaches. But, you know, but I feel like the Nagy, the Nagy Eberflus was different because two shows like you said. <laughs> you did you know Eberflus before he got hired? Never heard of him. I wouldn't have looked at the Colts' defenses and it, this great, like, right. championship defense. Exactly. Whereas Matt Nagy was coming from the Chiefs, who yeah. just went to the playoffs and Super Bowls and amazing offense and this and that. So we knew that name. Like, it, it made sense. But in hindsight, obviously, it was the wrong move. I just – I don't nobody know. gets Look, more nobody gets more Twitter flack than me. My let me That's let okay. Me put, let me put a little perspective on this because, uh, uh, like I said, you have to take the whole season into consideration from where we were before the season. We had very high hopes because Justin Fields is breaking all these NFL and team records, you know, and and we're riding high as fans as the organization build around, and it, and it didn't work out that way. September tenth, ugly opening loss to the Packers. Uh, September twentieth, Justin Fields comes out with the coaching comments. You know, they're not letting me be me, blah, 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 blah. September 20th, Alan Williams resigns in an HR uh, investigation. Uh, That's ugly. Uh, September 29th, Chase Claypool calls out the coaches. Uh, October 1st, complete collapse to the Broncos. Uh, October 6th, Claypool traded. October 29th, Bears fall to 2-6. and Matt Eberflus overall record 5-20. and October 30th, Jalen Johnson seeks trade. November 1st, David Walker, HR investigation, running back coach, fired for not meeting standards, watching porn, who knows. Uh, and then we signed, we signed Montez Sweat. So forgive me for not uh, uh, being behind Poles and Eberflus and the Bears organization for the way they've handled, whether it's a trading away draft picks for players. Does Montez Sweat raise the talent level on this team? Absolutely. It was a low bar. Nobody it was a low about bar. This. Eberflus told you our our culture was awesome, though. Do you, don't you remember that? <laughs> yeah, no, but like, exactly. Is, nobody you see talks my about this. Nobody talks about the shit, and it bothers me though because this is something I really feel. I don't know what you guys think, but the Bear, I'm not telling you the Bears are the Eagles, not at all. I'm not telling you that even the Lions or the Chiefs, but the Bears have a legitimately talented team, from DJ Moore yeah. to Darnell. Some of the rookies you've got Terrell Edmonds, who are Terrell Tremaine who is absolutely a good player. I know it doesn't look like it this year. TJ Edwards playing his ass off. Andrew Billings. There's a lot of good talent here. And that's really the the, the root of my frustration is yes. how long are we going to sit here? And that goes to what something Tooch said, which is there's no development on this team. Yeah. There's no proper coaching. And that is why it's so frustrating as a fan. And I, I know, like I said, I'm probably not – I'm one of the least fans you'll find. But it's one of those where you sit there and go like, look, man, how can you have such good talent on the team? 
and nobody's asking you to go 12 wins. Right. But you can't be pushing out two, three, four wins. And that is why, as George and so many others know, and that's why, you know, KB, I hope you're right. Ryan Poles has his head on straight. Because if we can all, as laymen, identify the issue, I can't help but imagine what Ryan Poles is thinking going, look, man, fuck. I drafted Kyler Gordon. He's really athletic, a good player, Jaquan Brisker. I mean, I've, I brought in these high-paying free agents. I'm putting my name on the line, and I'm putting all this talent around you guys, and I'm not getting shit back, and all that shit that you guys are swimming in is starting to splash on me, and I just don't fucking like it. Like, yeah. that, that's- Have we won two games in a row this season? These no, are won no. two games in a row. These are the I- quarterbacks that his defense has beat. Trey Lance, Davis Mills, Mac Jones slash uh, I think Zappy. Bailey Zappy. Bailey Zappy. Sam Howell and Brian Hoyer. They have yet to beat a legitimate offense or a legitimate starting quarterback in the NFL with a defensive-minded head coach. You should at least have your side of the ball right. That's true. Period. Two years in, and just like you said, John, I know there's people in here in the chat saying that he doesn't have any talent. Tremaine Edmonds is playing at an all-pro level with the Buffalo Bills. T.J. Edwards just went to a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Jaquan Brisker was one of the best safeties in the draft. Kyler Gordon was projected as a first-round pick that we grabbed in the second round. Yeah, Nick Ngakwe is going to have a career-low year, guys. I mean, he's never had a bad year until he got to Chicago. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, It's all around you. All you have to do is look. All you have to do is look. Look, when we hired Matt Nagy, he was an offensive genius, supposedly. Yeah. His offense was ranked in the bottom of the league year after year. I think every year he was here. Uh, Matt Eberflus is supposed to be a defensive guru. I think we're third, the 32nd overall defense. Our run defense is top three. Run, run defense. To, it's only going to get better now with sweat and build. We should be able to shut down teams' run games. They're just going to pass all over us. It's a passing you know? league, though. It's a passing league, right? So Which is also – We're and not I mean, playing I enough totally going to we're Too much zone. I mean – that I figured out how to beat the Tampa two years ago, you know. But the guy runs. Defense. The guy runs a college, a college defense. defense. Yep. If he ran that defense in college, he would be yeah great. But You'd you can't do NFL that in the league because they'll just dink and dunk you and break a couple tackles. Next exactly. thing you know, Eckler's off for a fifty yard. And I'm, I guess we should get into this today's game because we got like. I don't know, a half hour left, but uh, Five minutes to half that hour. was a busy week. Alvin Kamara scares the shit out of me today. Yeah, We just watched what Eckler did. Alvin Kamara is licking his chops. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how today's going to go. Hopefully, uh, I got we my prop a little more competitive. Kamara in already, but, uh, my prop bets. Yeah, well, uh, so we'll get into today, to today's game. The Bears play at uh, noon, I guess, now that the daylight savings time has hit. Um they they're in New Orleans, a tough place to play. The the even with bad teams, that place is insane. And uh, I, I mean, I thought the Raiders fans looked cool with their painted up, but uh, the Saints do the same thing. They they get all that voodoo stuff down there. I mean, and they're not perfect either. I mean, uh, no, Derek they're they're Carr, having a rough year themselves. Derek Carr was supposed to be the savior, and I had high hopes for Derek Carr going down there, but they're not. Stop it. They're not. <laughs> Hey, I like Derek Carr, man. Like the guy Carr's wins. Over passing yards today, the Bears give up 269.9 passing yards per game on average. Uh, Derek Carr's passing prop is 254, and that gives you about a 15-point edge against the books. So if you're looking to 
to uh, you know uh, look for a bet on on Carr. Barely you know, knows. Sweat, sweat may change some stuff though. Yeah. <laughs> this, Got Jack Sanborn jersey. Nice. Starting at middle linebacker today nice. with uh, Tremaine Edmonds having yeah, he's out injury last week. Uh, so and we got agent the, the will be starting, right? The, the yeah, field they, is not well, they right. haven't ruled um, fields out, it still says doubtful. Um, but I just I doubt he comes onto the field. I doubt, yeah, I doubt though. Like, if anything, they might let him get the Panthers. If not, then he's got another 10 days to get right after that game. So it's this, this is a huge uh game for the Bears quarterback. Uh, uh, analysis or whatever they're scouting their two quarterbacks. You know, uh, there's there's two camps here. There's the trade Justin Fields camp, correct? And there's we got to keep Fields and build around him camp going on right now. But I, I'm not sure, right? I, I'm I'm not sure that um, Fields uh, did Justin Field. It, it, it's just bad timing, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Bottom yeah. line, yeah, it's all about the right, time. It was Ryan his prove it. It was his prove it year, and the thumb yeah, injury Ryan, just derailed. Ryan Paul stripped the roster down, and Justin Fields cannot succeed with the rosters that we've had the past two years. He he contributed to the deterioration of our franchise quarterback, and to me, that's going to always be a knock on Ryan Poles for me. You know, because I I think if we had the proper coaching staff in place, we might have gotten away with some development on Fields. Um, but uh, to to build to break it down to the studs. In, in, in arguably the, the most uh, uh, important developmental year in a quarterback's uh, career uh, was criminal. It was a GM malpractice, but uh, that might lead to some people speculating that the Bears would trade Justin Fields and build over again in the draft. We got the high picks again, but uh, it, a lot of people in the chat room want to talk about Tyler Bajant today. So. Tyson, 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 Tyson Bajant. Is that his name? Okay, Tyson. I'd say I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I don't even care. He's only been Whatever the fuck his name is. I know. Tyler Tyson. Tyson Bajant. Uh, He's trying to disrespect Tyson. Tyler Bajant. A Division II rookie. Man. He's got <laughs> Beijing, he's got no chance in this game. I'm Ooh, sorry, guys. You know what? Hold on, because I want to I want to comment on what Caesar was saying real quick. It's about the Chris Collins worth this yeah. debacle and all this shit. Oh yes, right. yeah, we got to talk about that. Yeah, just just to just to stay stay on this, man. What what Chris Collins worth did was was crazy. It was it was. I'm not I'm not gonna say <laughs> highly unprofessional, <laughs> but but my man was out there wilding. Okay, <laughs> but from this standpoint, okay. This standpoint, I will agree with what Collinsworth said. Fields did need to watch how Bajan operated the pocket. The fact that he he does not look to bail a thousand percent of the time, he hangs in the pocket. That being said, Fields can learn from that perspective of it. Because if you can take Tyson Bajan's patience in the pocket, can and be. give it to Fields. Fields will be a fucking fantastic quarterback. 100%. Look, look at look at Justin's guy in San Diego. That dude hangs in the pocket, takes shot after shot. Dude, exactly, you know, shot after shot, delivers at, the throw. At a certain point, Fields has to start don't trusting. Don't play quarterback what, if you don't. He has, take the he has to start trusting what he has around him. You have, you got to start trusting trusting the pocket, brother. Yeah. As far as that, that is where that ends. That is mm-hmm. completely where that ends. Everything else, that man was tripping. Absolutely. 1,000% tripping. Yep. But from the, he needs to be in the pocket and trust his pocket perspective of this, 
Yeah. We've said this back all the way in preseason, did we not? Yeah. I love you, Rich. Rich. You're this it's accurate. <laughs> it's like, bro, we said this in the preseason. We were like, bro, he looks great in the pocket. He's not bailing. He looks like an, he looks like he could be a good NFL backup, which is why we had the conversation where we said he needs to be rostered. That being said, he's not just a field. There were times in that game where you were like, Fields would have made something happen. There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he, he would have definitely made that he, shit happen. Maybe I put it. I mean, I was there live watching it. Like, and I, I think I put it. I tweeted it while I was at the game. I was like, "You, you pick your poison," because if you want this style of quarterback, then you have to have an offensive genius yeah. who wants to be on the sticks playing Madden and going, "Okay, I control you, Brock. I control you, Tua. I control," because that's what it is. And I mean, to uh, Bear Lisa had said, like, uh, you know, he bailed a ton last week. I mean, I don't know. I guess that's your perspective. As they're watching that, and they'll take my word for it. Take Khalil Max's word when he's like, he's getting the ball out really quick. Because, yeah. that's, But that's what it is when you're playing with a quarterback this way. He understands his limitations, which is what you're asking, uh, KB, for Justin Fields to understand that his limitations and understand when he needs to yep. get the ball out. But you also live and die by that. Bajan, mm -hmm. he fed the ball to his check down a ton when it's third and eight, and it's like you're not going anywhere with that, Bajan. I haven't mm -hmm. seen enough of, Ty of Tyson Bajan to give a correct – no, but and I'm Analysis, just saying, like it's. You know? But but I, I loved your, I loved the energy. I was smiling the whole way, KB, because it's accurate. It's 100 percent true. Yeah, it is. And I, I don't want to sound like it makes it seem like Justin Fields is a bad player or anything. I just think, really, it comes down to what Tucci also nailed. My, I'm out on Justin Fields more because of the timeline, the city. Yeah, I'm just saying the timeline up. don't line up. It's really and I'm a Justin Fields fan, so yeah, me yeah. too. It's really <laughs> It's, it's really not the kids. We so. don't have the coaches. We didn't have the roster for the kid to succeed. The, the thing that bothered me most about Collinsworth comments is he has to be getting that from somewhere. He wasn't just going to make that up off the top of his head. So obviously this coaching staff is telling it Chris Collinsworth and the producers at NBC who they That's, want yeah. to coach. Good point. They are setting this up yeah. to where they Just, can move forward and say, Fields wasn't our guy. Bajent wasn't good enough. Give us another shot. Just like yeah, they planted Ryan the Pace seed. Is that what and you're Matt saying? Matt Nagy, exactly. Just like Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, give us another chance to draft a quarterback and see how yeah, we do. CYA, it's fucking everything up. CYA we are the never, interest. we are never in line to make a new regime change, new quarterback, new head coach. We are never in line with all of these things. Uh, I just. Someone on here was saying that we're all negative. I apologize if we sound negative, but it's very difficult to be positive about a team that has never has never under Eberflus won back to back games, not once. The worst coaching in the one hundred and four years of Chicago Bears history. The worst coaching we are seeing it right now. But yeah. you want us to come on here and. Well, and and have bears colored glasses on. It's very difficult. Right. I apologize yeah, if we 100%. are being too negative. The, Leo, the, the 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 ball does come out quicker because Bajan is throwing the check downs quick. I mean, yeah. he takes he. You can see him go through the progressions quick. It's boom, boom, boom. They're not there. I'm going straight to my check down. It's that's that is something he does better than what Fields does. My issue is this: they're two different players. Fields isn't just is looking for a big play because he's trying to make plays. That's why Fields makes the mistakes he makes. He gets sacked a lot because he holds the ball a lot. Why does he hold the ball a lot? Because he's looking to go downfield. It's his game. 
I'm sorry. Excuse me. Bajan's game is clearly I'm going to nickel and dime you all the way down the field. And I think that comes from the coaching as well. We saw the first play of the – and I talked about this before you hopped on, KB. The first play of the game last week, they throw a 40-yard down the field pass to Mooney who should have should not have been whistled down. That's an issue for the oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was he, he should not have been whistled down, but they, they go down the field and then they it's like, okay, now they're loose. Let's go underneath the whole time. Like that's a coaching issue. Yep. If you're hitting the down the field throws, continue to go down the field. Continue until they stop it. Like what? I don't they get paid millions <laughs> of dollars to do their job. I get paid nothing to watch and observe. And I've seen enough football to know that this coaching staff is not it. And I'm not sure if Poles is it, but just like you said, Jordan, he he was given the ability to trade a second round pick for Montez Sweat. So he's probably at least him is going to be here. I don't know if uh Warren, if Kevin Warren is has the uh authority to come in and say, Okay, Poles, if you're not gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, and he's fucking gone. But something I mean- you can't do the same thing over and over and expect a different result. You can't. I, I think Kevin Warren's probably – I think, and that's the one thing I think that gets lost a lot. And I apologize if – and I'm – look, I'm public enemy number one in a lot of places, and I understand that, you know, people don't like the ne- negativity. Yeah. And that, it is what it yeah, is. God but, forbid you'd say that Will Levis looked good in his first start. Well, I fuck, man. It took Justin Fields how long to throw four touchdowns? Fuck off. Like, that's how I feel about it. But, you know, like, <laughs> I'm just – and this is the thing. This is why I get it. I love – I love – panel here i love the people that want to interact in chat i do want to say i get i I apologize today man huh the chat is salty today well i i get it i do i I stir that shit and that's not saying we we can't root for the bears we gotta root root for another team that's the thing is i want to be clear i i don't think we do this (laughs) enough do they not see my wall do they not see my jerseys do they not and they don't see different hat every week that's Soldier Field back there with all this. I've been a Bears fan since 1974, Squeegee. You weren't even a glimmer in your parents' eyes. That's, that's Soldier <laughs> Field. That's every single Bears player that's ever played up until the 2018 season. That I mean, it's a, a – yeah, anyways. Well, the whole point is that – I will say this because we don't talk about it enough. And it's not just the staff. It's That's what's tough about it, and I yep. don't have a great answer for it. I promise you every single person the Chicago Bears has ever hired, Kevin Warren, Matt Nagy, Matt Eberflus, Ryan Poles, Ryan Pace, Phil Emery, they all want to do a great job. They're all busting their ass trying to get the car past the finish line. That's what's so difficult to watch because I don't doubt that this staff is is trying everything. And we're hard on them. That, that's, that's, that's football. That's what sucks. And I'm sorry that that's what you're getting from this negativity because I think they're great people. I, really, it's hard to be a shitty one. Um, maybe it's not hard, but you know, it's hard to stay a shitty one. So, you know, it's just, it's tough. Um, and that's, that's, that's where it says Eberflus is coming, whether you like it or not. If he does that in Hallis Hall, there's going to be another HR investigation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, so anyways, Uh, you, uh, coming after me. All right. Let me, let me just, uh, uh, give you a little history. It's 1974. Started watching bears games. How many years is that? Almost 50 years of being a Bears fan. I've seen everything. I've seen good, seen bad. You know, right now, it's fucking bad. I'm not going to just wash, suck their dick, squeegee. If that makes me a bad Bears fan, fine. F you. <laughs> well, Tucci, you're, you're doing better than hey, me. If they want to call us bad Bears fans, I'm just going to say myself and KB were in the stands against the Raiders. Jordan was in the stands last Sunday against the Chargers. Like, it's 
This, Do you understand are, how hard that was to sit there and go, I came to see the Battle of the Justins, the battle of the mo two most exciting, like one's got a rocket arm, one's got a rocket set of legs at the very least. Like I came to see the Battle of the Justins and I still went going like, Justin I guess was, Justin was throwing here. well this year. Last year he did it all with his legs. This year he did it all with 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 his arm, and 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 then the injury, just like you said, too, it's just horrible timing with the injury. Yeah. You ha this was his prove it year. He's still under contract for next year, so I'm not sure that'll be a Ryan Poles like that. What's what's he gonna do in that situation? Okay, but it feels good. a lot like he's gonna offload him and and try and draft his guy. And I just. I, as, and just like you said, Jordan, we don't see this coaching staff build up any players. So why would you give them a shiny new toy at quarterback, a, a, a Marvin Harrison Jr., who I feel like could probably overcome any coaching staff? He looks nah, nah, just, fantastic. I love Marvin Harrison Jr. I don't know um, if there's any yeah. player that can overcome just incompetence of coaching. But you're not seeing them build up players. You're seeing players come here and get worse. We just said it with Tremaine Edmonds sure, and TJ Edwards. How do you not – how does Poles not – and I guess he can't call his guy out live in front of everybody, but, man, you have – there's no way he doesn't see it. I, I just – No, I, I mean, I anyway, we can get to the, the Saints guy. I got to talk, to chat with you fellows after this just about this. Uh, you know the sentiment, but um, – It's hard to be optimistic. Well, no, two uh, you want to get into it? Let's get into it. I just – I think – my big, biggest problem is, you know, somebody earlier said, like, are you guys even men? And, I mean, actually, yeah, this is where I'm going as a man, is that I'm not going to sit there and stuff any any grown man's genitalia in my mouth the way that half these fans are. Like, look, right. man, you want to root for the cloth and the jersey, root for the cloth and the jersey. But yeah. And I'm not telling you how to fan. But similarly, don't fucking tell me how to fan. Bro, if I man. want to look at football objectively and tell you that Will Levis looks promising – and two starts over your quarterback. That I you mean, somebody on this panel had him as his second like, go quarterback. Here we, here we go. I don't know who did that. But... And, and, and then Sunday, and, and then Thursday, I saw what I saw in college where he trusted. Yeah. Just like you said, Jordan, he reminds you of Jay Cutler. I see that as well. He trusts his arm a little too much, tried to force it in, and threw a game-sealing interception. That's what you're going to yep. get out of Levis. You'll get great. You'll, honestly, the first game when I watched it Sunday, I never saw that Levis at Kentucky. Like even his junior <laughs> year where he was great under Liam Cohen, I didn't see that guy. I didn't – But but and then Sunday he loses to the Steelers. I mean, Tomlin just – takes rookie quarterbacks and chews them up. That's just what he does, man. But but for, for you to get flack for saying, I liked this guy in the draft, he is showing what I liked in the draft, and he's doing better than my quarterback, Justin Fields, right now. For you to get flack for that is absolutely ridiculous. And Bears fans, that we need to stop. Well, but that's what it is, though. But that's what Tooch is talking about, too, is that you are all of a sudden the worst human in the world. If you are honest or objective about the Chicago Bears, so if you feel that a quarterback looks, and it's not just the quarterback, the quarterback's problem number one, because, and look, I have a Fields jersey, I'll go fucking pull it out. But the thing is, is people got Fields Funko Pops, they bought the beanies, they bought the signed helmets, they bought the footballs, they've been kissing his ass since George, I mean, he's the first black quarterback in Chicago Bears history. I get all that, I get all of that stuff, yeah, and I'll do respect, so I'm not just bagging you, but like, that is why... <laughs> 
That is why people have this really hard inability to separate. How dare you say something critical about the quarterback of the Chicago Bears, even if it's just to say another player is looking really good and you wish that the quarterback that you were rooting for looked or had That's some of these traits. topic right there, Teach. Who's the head coach if Flus gets fired? I've said it on here. I like the idea of Jim Harbaugh. If you cannot get Jim Harbaugh, an offensive mind. I, I I like Bobby Slowick. I know, Jordan, you've talked about you don't like that he's only been doing it for one year, but I like Bobby Slowick in Houston coming from the San Francisco uh, coming from the San Francisco system, um, ran defense over there, and now he's running offense. He knows both sides of the ball. If you can't get Jim Harbaugh, Bobby Slowick is my guy. KB, I'll talk to you, and then Jordan, and then Tooch will all answer this question right here. Thank you, Slick Sophistication, for this wonderful question. Oh, man. Damn, I feel like this is going to be a broken record because uh, I, I see Barry Lucimo saying, hell, not a hardball. I'm sorry, hardball finds ways to make teams better. I don't know if you were watching Michigan before hardball came there. I know I was, and we were trash. <laughs> he comes there. We had a couple rough years with him being there. Of course, we couldn't be Ohio State, and then the team turns around completely. I'm sorry. At the point I'm at, I, I want that guy in the building. He, for whatever reason, he knows how to galvanize the troops or however the hell you say that word. He can do it. He knows how to get people to play. I'm I'm all for that. If he burns out after four years, then fuck, I don't care. That's four years of good football, mm-hmm. in my fucking opinion. Yep. Then you find somebody else who can fucking steer the ship. Let him get it right. And he's a staff. He seems builder. to do it. Exactly. He, he builds good staffs. I mean, look, there's no – you can say whatever you like and don't like the guy, but as far as just, like, look for nothing. You can talk – barely someone brings a good point. San Francisco's offensive line. People don't realize Mike Singletary put a lot of investment into those. I get yeah. it. But just on – fine, take all that away. And his records and all that is fantastic. But just, like, as a staff builder. And – Mike and, McDonald, the great defensive coordinator everybody's on the, on the jock of, guess what? You know who, who kind of filtered that up that way? It was J- Jim Harbaugh getting him at D.C. at Michigan before shipping him back to Baltimore. Yeah, and this and this is my thing when folks say stuff about Ibram Flutes. I don't care that the team was stripped. I don't. My issue with it is look at the coaching. Coaching matters. I do not care if you strip down the roster. You can strip down the roster, still have – B, um, C minus and D tier players, but they can you they can be coached well. They can, they can play and not be good enough, but they can still be disciplined and know their assignments. Yep. that is what we're talking about. You do not see that ever. Accountability. We, we have not had one game. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. We had the Commanders game where things seemed to be all well in the world, and it seemed like we hit a we hit a turning point. Please name a game outside of that game where we sat there and said this team looked very well coached and they seem to be doing everything that they're supposed to do the New England on the play in and play out. Last year's New England. That was it. New England. That's that's Maybe what the Raiders. That's the and, and see and you like, have three I games. I think Foreman carried us on the Raiders game. They yeah, were still did. like at the end of the half. They sat on their timeouts. Yeah. Like they they. Like, this is, the Raiders. This is my, Yep. This is my problem. I, I, it's not that we stripped down. No, it's about the coaching. A good coach will coach bad players and make them be fundamentally sound. Yep. 
I, I, I will continue to bring this shit up. The one year the Saints did not have Sean Payton, what the fuck did they look like? Trash. They were an average team. As soon as Sean Payton came back, they went right back to playing good. It's all about your coaching. That's it. So when I say we want, I want to, move, I want to move on to a to a, a hardball. It's because hardball is has coached bad teams and got bad teams to start playing well. The guy won at Stanford. What's Stanford that, done since he left? Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all I'm saying. But go ahead, go ahead. Go I'd rather have Brian. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let Brian do. Get stop it. Brian Kelly wouldn't wouldn't touch my team with a ten foot pole. Dude is trash. <laughs> trash. When when people in when people in South Bend are clapping when you leave, you know you fucked up. But he had to go down there for That's, his uh, family. KB's backyard, man. Don't be talking about KB's backyard like that. Who's, who's, who's next, KB, or, uh, AC? You want two? You are, Jordan. Okay. I mean, it's it's Harbaugh's. I go real quick three. I promise it's quick. You want the the CEO professional culture staff builder all around? It's Harbaugh. If you want a just a mean enforcer culture, defensive first, it's just we don't want the city of Chicago back the way it used to be. Then you go Brian, you go Brian Flores, and it's not going to look good offensively, but he's going to instill a toughness and an asshole defense that you haven't seen in Chicago since '85. Um, and then if you want offense because you're looking to build your for your young quarterback, then give me Ben Johnson. Um, and I know it's he's only been in one plate. No yeah, Kellen he's, Clemens, love. Huh? Kellen Clemens. For, uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm too young to, or maybe it's just too early in the morning. Kellen Clemens, you talking about the court? Uh, offensive coordinator for the Chargers? Oh, uh, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Like, sorry, I'm like Kellen Clemens, a quarterback, but uh, Kellen Mike Moore. Withrow Kellen said he Moore. turned Notre Dame around and LSU around. Dude, no, the fuck he didn't. Listen, LSU, LSU <laughs> goes to their backyard and gets Louis, the state of Louisiana, outside of Ohio, Texas, and Florida is one of the biggest hotbeds for NFL talent. And those kids grow up cheering for LSU their entire life. All he has to do is give them a phone call, and they're signing up, brother. Because because it's, it's exactly what Ohio State does. It's exactly what USC should do. It's exactly what Florida did all those years. All you, They grew up cheering for you. All you got to do is give them a call. I just – I'm George, out on Kelly, too. I I, and Tuch, uh, go, I'm going to pass it to Tuch real quick, but Tuch, you're absolutely right. If it wasn't Ben Johnson, then Kellen Moore would be right next in line. Yeah, I'm sorry. Too many, too many um, Kellen's. No, 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 that's okay. Me. And real quick, George, Ben Johnson has an excellent offensive line. That's fantastic. You go ahead and do me a favor, George, and because I, you're a smart gentleman. You, you're going to prove me wrong, I'm sure. Ooh, Jay Sanders says Tony LaRusso. <laughs> <laughs> Show me, George, how many times the Lions have had a healthy offensive line, all five starters, where they haven't had to mix and match it? Because that, to me, is so important. The, F- the NFL is built off attrition, and your offensive line is going to take dings. And you can say Ben Johnson has an excellent offensive line, but I don't think Logan Stenberg, uh, God, I'm forgetting the super tall offensive lineman that they have that comes in as a swing guy. They've had to have Panay Sewell play right tackle and left tackle. Taylor Decker's been out. Frank Ragnall's been out. They've had to play. They've had to bring Graham Glasgow in. Like, you can tell me that <coughs> line, and I'm going to tell you that many times that offensive line is not intact, and it's been through the good, the bad, the ugly. They don't have all these star receivers. They have a Monroe St. Brown. And the offense never fucking slows. Never. Dude, yeah. floor's yours. Well, I think uh, where the Bears are in, uh, like I gave, I gave the whole 
like cloud that's floating around the team this year with all the bad Love crap it. that's happened. Uh, if you're going to dispel the, that sort of cloud, then you're going to go with the Harbaugh or a Flores, like Jordan says, and rebuild the culture. But that should have been this past couple of years where we're rebuilding the culture. They hired Matt Eberflus. Now we're two years behind, you know. But uh, to, re, to, to uh, reignite the fan base, I think bringing back an ex-Bear in Harbaugh is probably, if that's what you're going for. People in the in the comments have said, "Well, there's a lot of stuff swirling around Jim Harbaugh right now with the side stealing." I feel like he's trying to get out of the NCAA. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get out of there. He's trying uh, to, nobody wants him. So that's depends fun. on who Harbaugh's going to be. And and logically, it looks like Harbaugh's the right choice, and that's what scares me. Um, he's been out of the league for a while. Uh, he's a little bit of a crazy guy, as Greg Gabriel will tell you. He's a nut. Uh, and then you know Brian, <laughs> Brian Flores has been a head coach before. Right, yeah. so you got those are two. Good I don't choices. know. If, I don't know if Whitney is saying that in satire. Um, Mel, yeah. he brought up Mel Tucker. Definitely. <laughs> I don't know definitely, if you guys remember the Mel Tucker defensive Chicago Bears history. This is the worst coach team. Bad. Go back and look at Mel Tucker's defenses. That was, oof, that was that was all <laughs> no. And George, Bears, real quick, I'm not getting pissy with you. I'm I'm fired up, George. That's all. I'm not. Like I said I wasn't trying to be a smart ass with you. I do think you're a very smart guy and call you a gentleman. Strangers, but yeah, I'm not. I'm just fired up. Not not angry. Not angry at you. Uh, well, Jordan and I have been taking a lot of shots. George can't see all the comments, so jo- Jordan <laughs> and I have been taking a lot of uh, abuse in the chat room today. Fair enough. And I just no took more fucking. abuse. I took more <laughs> abuse about about just myself, the clothes I wear, the the fat the the fat on my body. Uh, I took all of that in the last few days. Like, you, you look, man, you got you got a fired up Jordan. I don't know what you want me to tell you. And you don't like me. I and yeah. just real quick, I promise, I mean this shit from the bottom of my heart. Anybody that doesn't like me on the show, I, I swear to you, please feel free to reach out to Aldo, talk to Aldo. If Aldo doesn't doesn't think I should be on the show, I will gladly answer to my 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 podcast boss. And if he doesn't want me on here, I'll be out. Well, I'll tell you, if if that were to happen, that would be a definite loss. This uh, this 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 would be the collective uh, response to that. If you don't like him, go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we, saying, we like, like him on here, just, so we don't care if anybody else does it. I get it. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> in a healthy. I'm not at a healthy spot personally or with the Bears at the moment. So, like, you know, no. This the thing. Nobody should. That's the this the point. Why would anybody be happy with the low mediocrity year after year? Why should anybody be happy with this watching. franchise? <laughs> oh, say when I when we were talking about the one guy saying something about us being men and whatnot and all those shit, bro. My cousin plays for the fucking team, and I'm still not finna kiss this team's ass. Yeah, I, I've, I've been on record and said, hell, I wish after this year, if all things were equal, he could go somewhere else and play. I would have loved it. I mean, yeah, if they, it's if better they for the sunshine, family. If they want sunshine and rainbows, I think Larry Mayer has a show they can listen to. Because thank you, it's like bro, no, uh, we. Everybody on this pod, we all have now a rooting investment for this team that's other than this team being the Bears. AC has met my cousin. Jordan was was a fan of my cousin. Tooth liked my cousin. It, it, it is what it oh, is, yeah. bro. We we have rooting investments other than saying that this is just the Chicago Bears and we like the Chicago Bears. We know somebody that personally plays for the team. He starts for the team. People have met said player. People have admired this player from afar. It's we can we can be up in here and, and circle jerk each other and say this is the, the Chicago Bears are the best team ever. Oh my god, ah, but we're not that. There's other shows out there that do that. Thank you. We're not the, we're not that we're not that we're not those people. 
when they start playing well and they stack games and it's <laughs> it's it, it looks something like how the Kansas City Chiefs are and you know our quarterback is the best quarterback in the league and he looks like a Hall of Famer after two years, then Sweet we can man. we can we can circle jerk each other and sing Kumbaya all you want to. Right <laughs> now it's not fucking happening. Twenty one nothing right now. <laughs> yep, Aldo's taking a little time off though. He's got some uh, health issues. Yeah. Wish him the best. Yes, we uh, do. Someone asked the question: Was there um, any college coaches? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't hire anybody. In the, I know the I've heard the name right Lincoln now, Riley, but that was yeah. really early no, in the defense. No. As I, as I said you. on here, he ignores defense completely. So I don't I think wouldn't. Lincoln Riley's the answer. I'm just, I wouldn't I'm go just college. throwing names out. Well, I would go college, but I'll tell you, like, it's probably not a good head coach choice. But I like me some Jimmy Leonard. Like, you want to bring Jimmy Leonard as your DC? We could talk. Like, you that Jim Leonard or Dave Aranda from Baylor, those are the two guys. And of course, you're talking about both are three fours, and you got to make a transfer there. But I wouldn't be opposed to if you want to go defense and pick up a young, innovative mind from the college ranks. Those are the two names. That what I'd about the who's the head coach at Oregon? I mean, I, Dan Lanning. I guess they recruit really well too, but I mean, I don't I don't see a ton of his stuff, but. Oregon just always, and I know even with coaching changes, they just always seem to be one of the best teams in college football. They can't get it done at the end of the year when they play an SEC team, but for for where they are and what they do, they just seem to be really, really good. Uh, Oregon always is. Um, the, the problem with college coaches is that a lot of teams, you know, I mean, there's not a ton of, like, reporting out there of, like, how this coach – you know, should be out there and uh, uh, being being a head coach in the NFL. You know, you just don't. A lot of times, you're not even getting an injury report from some of these schools. I mean, well, you know? we got we got, and I love Mike North. I'm just busting your balls, Mike. But Mike Moore's still out here talking about he still wants uh, Deion Sanders, and I'm like, Deion oh, Sanders now. No. I'm like, <laughs> Deion wouldn't come to the NFL anyway. Deion. Dion is made to coach. He said that. Kids. He said that repeatedly. Yeah. That, he said that. Himself. I just, I just yeah. think can't motivate the big money. Yeah, I, I heard it too. I'm, I'm, Dion is 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 a a kids coach. That is somebody who can identify with with these young athletes and for for all intents and purposes, man. Listen, folks, folks want to give him flack for being in Colorado. Colorado was trash. They they've played good football this year. Yeah, they need to recruit bad. They need they need help. But you have to realize that man took pretty much the Jackson State roster and brought them to yeah. Division One college football. Yeah. So and he's uh, got his, in my opinion, the best player on the team plays both ways. He's got to pick a side, man. Thank you. Yeah, Travis, uh, you Travis pick don't a have to pick a side, bro. <laughs> you you I, it's it's admirable what he's doing, but brother man, you need to focus on one. <laughs> you got to focus on one. Yeah, I mean, but, and I think if he did that, he could be a first round pick at either position, but no, he ain't doing both, man. Like, like, the coaching <laughs> question is so huge right now. Yeah, you know, it, it's the cloud, the black cloud that hangs over the entire organization. It, it, you have to, I mean, it's just hard like, if Aaron's gonna be gone. Yeah, I mean, Aaron said, uh, uh, it's a passing league, it's an offensive league, so you, you want to lean towards finding an offensive. Guy, guy that could develop a quarterback. That's the whole key. So I mean, that's yeah. that's why I'm kind of like a, a doobie. I mean, I, can Harbaugh develop a, a quarterback, whether it's Fields or the next guy? Uh, probably did some good work with with uh, Kaepernick and stuff. 
but uh, you really need to find Alex that. Smith was a bust before he took yeah. over there. So I mean yeah. that 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 would be my lean would be Harbaugh just because where the where the where the organization is like I said. Do you guys all, think all the stuff Kirby swirling Smart around would make the jump? We're talking Who's college that? coaches. Kirby Kirby Smart. Smart. Think you would make the jump? Yeah. The problem is, and I don't I, I don't I don't know. I mean, to me, and I'll, I'll do it. Straight, we can talk about it. It's just it's always like who knows if he's even going to be fired to yeah. have this conversation. But yeah. I don't know if pulling from the college ranks outside of a proven guy, and the only reason people talk about Harbaugh because he's done it at the NFL level. Yeah. So yeah. that's where I'm just like, there's enough good options at the NFL level from Ben Johnson to Kellen yeah. Moore to Jim Harbaugh to Brian Flores to uh, Dan Quinn to, I mean, well, Mike McD- McDonald. Like, there's enough guys there. Raheem Morris. There's- but these guys are getting recycled over and over again. That's that's kind of my issue with this with this good old boy network in the oh. NFL with assistants, you know, becoming, you know, coming off of a tree. Or a quality control assistant. Now he's a special teams coordinator. Now he's offensive coordinator. Now let's he's a head coach now. It's just like, I, I think I think maybe the NFL does need to bring some uh college sure. uh, coaches into the into well, it. it'll get there too. The, the the game of college is coming over. Yeah, you will yeah. soon get the coaches that know the game uh-huh. coming over as well. What, I think that's why you have a lot of issues offensive lines in the NFL is because they they coach a di- completely different type of system in college, then they have to come to yep. the league and, and play differently than they're doing in college. Where would like you did a terrible job breaking down today's day. game, but oh, where, bro, this at this let's point, get to it. yeah, I was gonna yeah, say, let's, where let's would you guys rank the Bears offensive line in the league if they're completely yeah. healthy? Just is that what we're going with? And, if we're going completely this healthy, season to date, season 18th, to date. 18th to 23rd, probably. I was gonna say, I would for me. I was gonna say if they're completely healthy, taking all things being fair, well, I'd probably put them around seventeen or eighteen. Tooch, this is if I could just expand on that a little bit. Yeah, and I'm not. Listen, I was Darnell, Dar, uh, Darnell Wright. I was Darnell Wright did Darnell. a pretty good job. Like, Darnell Wright is fantastic. Yeah, he's yeah. fantastic. Jenkins, when healthy, is fantastic. At yeah. guard. He's yep. fantastic at either guard position. And yeah. I know, I know, Nate Davis hasn't been seen a lot, but Nate Davis, go back watch the Tennessee tape. He's good. Yep. yep. And Braxton Jones yeah, has issues. Right. We, haven't, Braxton, they haven't played. we have injuries on the line. And Braxton Jones isn't fantastic, but he's not a flat-out liability like the worst turnstile in the league. That's so. Just to be clear, that's why I say eighteen to twenty-third. If you look at them, so they're all down. healthy. Depth is a concern. Yeah, we need some yeah. interior OL help. We need a new center. Maybe a left tackle. Yeah. We should have drafted a center. <laughs> we probably could have gotten, what, Schmitz or someone. Yeah, I, was gonna I, say. Liked, I liked JMS going into the draft. We talked about him on the air. Yeah, couple, a couple times, a couple chances yeah. to draft him there. Yeah. 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 All right, break it down. Um, I would oh. say we're middle of the pack, offensive line, uh, 15, yeah. 16, something like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, the 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 center's bad. Left tackle. I'm hoping Braxton. You know, I'm a Braxton Jones fan. I hope he comes back and can prove he can. He can do the job. But yeah. I mean, if he, he can't, that's another. I, th- yeah. I think he's starting. Right he was activated. He was activated. You practice on the side. I think this past week. Yeah. Yeah, oh, but, I mean, but that's another thing about a guy leaving and playing better. Sam Mustafer goes to yeah goes to Baltimore, and all of a sudden, who would have thought? <laughs> All of a sudden, he can fucking play. I don't. I don't. It's I, it's I, amazing when you go to competent coaches and competent organizations. I know. But yep. people are I'm sorry. I'm say sorry. it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> right. You can be you can be a good coach and have a bad team. Yeah. It's possible. But when you're a bad coach with a bad team, it looks yeah. like the Bears. 
I think Bears, that, uh, Bears Saints, who we got? I think the Saints nice. are going to come after Bayesian <laughs> a lot, a lot today. Yeah, um, so we just Saints. get into our closeout here and do our yeah. uh, score prediction, bowl prediction, shout outs, MVB, yeah. shout outs, etc. Okay, uh, we'll go down and around. Start us off, KB, after you get you some Red Bull in you. <laughs> uh, I, it's funny because the, the the game kind of scored almost exactly like I said it was gonna be last week. Just a little, just a few more points by by the Chargers than I thought. Uh, <sighs> 28 28-13, Saints. I, I can see the Bears getting a touchdown and kicking two field goals. I can see that happen. That's realistic. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to reach for the stars here. Say my MVB will be uh, Sweat. Because why not? Montez, does he come out and have a I, I was say that first too, game? So uh, you said have a what game? Khalil Max first game. No, not, not I don't, bro. I don't. I don't think we will ever see a performance of that magnitude ever again. Because good God, that man was possessed. Don't know how the hell we lost that game, but anyway. Um, yeah, I say I, I go Montez Sweat. Uh, I actually like that pick for what it's worth. Like yeah. I, I do too. I like Penning a lot. Penning Penning looked fantastic. The preseason, he's not been a good left tackle this year. So yeah. So I like I said, I go. I'll go with Sweat. Uh, like I said, the, yeah, Saints 28, Bears 13. Uh, sweat gets a sack. Uh, I, you, you, I'm, I'm gonna stand on this fucking hill and die. My cousin's gonna get a sack today. <laughs> Fuck y'all. I love it. Love no, it. no, 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 go, go. he's gonna get that sack today. God damn it. I do like the same material offensive line more, but yes. I've said I've said this to him in his face. I said, man, you go get you go get this sack. Dog. I got I got money placed on We you. thought he we thought he got it when we was watching that Raiders game, but it was you know one of the rookies that come you, through there. You the know game. what's funny? He said he wasn't even on the field on that play. I was like, bro, I could I swore I saw you. I thought I saw Only one person that looks like Billings out there. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh but yeah, uh that, let's see, you yeah, MVB, uh Sam, Yo, I'm all over the place right now. Yeah. So we'll just go to shout outs. <laughs> uh, shout out, y'all boys, man. Uh, I'm glad I was able to get, jump on, man. It, 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 it's nice to talk talk about this. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat. Yeah, there's a little combative today. People a lot of chippy today. I don't know where the hell a lot of y'all motherfuckers came from. I've seen some names I ain't never seen before. Good God. That's all right. Tell them, bring your friends. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all must have been homeboys with Don Bird. That, I ain't seen him today at all, you know? Uh, Don Bird is some names, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but shout out to y'all, man. Bring your boys, man. Why y'all at it, man? Hit that like button when y'all getting banned. We appreciate Absolutely. you. Uh, <laughs> other than that, man, we love everybody in the chat, man. The the, the this the, I need I need people to understand this, though. When the Bears start doing things the right way and actually start getting better, you'll get more positivity. You gotta earn it. But right now, like I seen the one guy said, how does how does being a fan of your team equal whatever the hell he was saying? You have to live in reality at some point. You can't just be fucking all rainbows and sunshines about bad shit that happens with your team. You have to be realistic. At the beginning of the year, we were all on the same boat. This team should be better than what it is because we have more talent. But the real-life story is coaching isn't better. 
the coaching we thought the coaching was going to be better and the coaching did not did not reflect what we thought was what we were going to get so the team looks like shit. yeah that being said man look once the team starts playing well bro you'll get more positivity that's all we're saying I know you gotta go to the fantasy Appreciate show. Barely, you want to hit yours real quick, and then oh, yeah, get out of here. I'll say uh, Saints twenty-seven, Bears twelve. Uh, I think it's gonna be a rough day. I mean, that Saints pass defense is elite. Nice you know, that whole Saints defense is elite. Yeah. That Saints defense, the whole tough. defense. They've tough drafted sledding. a lot of guys that I liked in the draft. Uh, who's the kid out of Stan? The corner out of Stanford that they drafted. Also, Awesome. Yeah, I loved him, and and they got the honey. Do they still got the honey buys? Yeah, Matthew Paulson, Adebo, Marcus, Dan, Billy, some. I appreciate you. I was, I was looking at you and said that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, uh, uh, Bears, uh, most valuable bear. Uh, I'm gonna take bear list and most vice and go with Jack Sanborn to make some plays on defense. Uh, and uh, shout outs. I'm gonna, uh, my thoughts are with Aldo as he goes through another surgery. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, and the three of you guys for man, you guys uh, brought some great points today. Uh, and come and check out uh, Fantasy Football Goon, which starts in about five ten minutes. So uh, I'm going to bolt out there. Thank, I love you guys. Love you too, Tooch. Love you too, brother. Thank you for all coming right. in. I know you weren't feeling well today. That's all right, my man. You're a rock star. Enjoyed it. Great, uh, great, great show. All righty. All right, brother. Take it easy. Jordan, you want to hit your uh, your. Uh, yeah. Score prediction, bowl prediction, MVB, anything else you want to get off your you guys chest? Are, you guys are stealing my thunder because I do feel like it's one of those games where the, the Saints have some real struggles. They're not doing so hot either, but mm-hmm. I that it's more about just what the Saints' defense is, man. They're, they're one of the, the closest knit. They move as a single amoeba, hive mind. So I don't think that that plays well to a young quarterback like Tyson Bagent and the coaching staff. I think that they do a good job corralling and holding the Bears offense down, which is why I say that 12, 13, 7, 17 would probably be the high for me, like that mm-hmm. type of range. And then I do just think that, you know, whether it's, you know, Olave finding his juice again or Shahid, Michael Thomas, I know I'm not telling you he's a star, but he's he's kind of looking a fraction like his old self. So – I do think you, it's one of those, you know, 24-13 type games. Uh, call the call the Saints in the mid to high 20s and the Bears in the teens. Um, so that's how I see the score as far as MVP. Um, I, like the, I like the sweat one. I thought that was pretty good, KB. But um, that's tough, man. That's tough, that's tough, that's tough. Because I just don't have a lot of uh, faith. In, in <laughs> I, you know, I'll tell you what. I, and I, I'm going to pair. I'm going to pair MVP and, and Impact together. And I, I like this. Um, Eddie Jackson's back healthy, and maybe just maybe people have slept on Eddie, and he's back, and he he tricks Derek Carr into feeding him a ball for an interception. And so I think that if there's an MVP or a highlight or an Impact player or moment, it's going to come from Eddie Jackson um, finding his way to the ball. Uh, presumably on an interception, but maybe a fumble. Uh, I think that's an MVP impact score. As far as shout-outs, as always, it's you fellows. I enjoy it. I'm sorry, Tucci, couldn't even stay here to hear this, but uh, I do truly. I love all you gentlemen. Um, it's fantastic. Always chit-chatting. And and this isn't just extended to just these these two, these three. It's everybody at Barroom. I think everybody puts in a lot of hard work and and uh, gives honest representation here. What Aldo's built is fantastic, and uh, all prayers go to Aldo and his family. I know he's going through it. 
tough times. So uh, prayers and, um, you know, God willing, everything goes well with Aldo. For the chat, as, as always, I mean, we don't always have to get along. I appreciate some of the kind comments. And I look, you don't have to know me, but I do truly mean everything I say up here. It's not some fugazi stunting just to, to you know, be a contrarian. Um, and then on top of that, too, I do mean it if I'm my goal here is I wake up early every morning to hit chit, chit chat, have a good time with you fellas. But at the end of the day, too, this whole platform exists for everybody to enjoy it and have a good time. Absolutely. And if you aren't having a good time, I do mean that. Like, please do let Aldo and, you know, no, I mean, this is important. We want to make sure that it is what it is. So, uh, but I appreciate you all nonetheless. I hope you all have a blessed and good week. I hope you enjoy the Saints game, whether you're in New Orleans or otherwise. Uh, keep fanning the way you fan, keep doing what you do, and uh, I'll do the same. And I hope to see you all back here next week. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, first and foremost, shout out to you guys and shout out to the chat. Uh, Aldo, you'll be in our thoughts and prayers going through another surgery this week. We hope you pull through, brother. And we're definitely, we love, we got all the love and respect for you, uh, in the world. Um, definitely. Again, shout out to the chat. They came with some good topics today. We were able to talk through some things. Uh, I know it wasn't an overly positive show, and we hardly even touched on the Saints game today, but there was just so much stuff that happened in the past week that we had to really talk about and 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 get our thoughts out there about um my score prediction i just i call i thought last week would be a closer game than it was and after the signings and bringing in sweat i'm feeling like the bears may have a little momentum it is tough to win down in new orleans so I've got the Saints winning, but I think it's closer than a lot of people think. The spread is eight and a half. I think the Bears cover that. I think it's like a 28 to 20 or or 30 to 24 or something like that. Um, someone in the chat, I think it was Mike Withrow, did say he thinks that it's another Foreman game. And I took that and look up the on NFL.com, the rushing defense stats. The Saints are ranked. 27th in the NFL against the run. So that's good news for us. That allows Bajent to hand the ball off. And I know they got a lot of crap last week about why did Roshan outsnap Deontay Foreman. We were behind the whole game. Roshan Johnson's a better pass blocker. It's not rocket surgery. It's very simple to put those <laughs> two, two together. But the you know Dan Bernstein and all those guys on the score were just like, why is he out snapping him? Like it's it's really not difficult to figure it out. Um, so I, my MVB for that reason is going to be Roshan Johnson. I think they handed to him a lot today. I think he runs really well, and the offensive line gets a decent push. Um, Cam Jordan for all the past he's had, he has one sack this season. So you got to and Darnell Wright will have him most of the game. I think. Yeah. I have faith in that. I'll have faith in Darnell Wright. I think Tevin Jenkins comes out with something to prove right next to him. Hopefully we can get the snaps down right. I saw that they waved Doug Kramer, so I don't know. I mean, I, I guess, whatever. It, it sucks. He's been injured and, and this hey, and that. But. Real quick, before you go any further, they just released the inactives. Uh, I didn't know that Brisker was still out. I guess he's still out. He's got that concussion, man. They thought he was sick last week, and then it came out this week that he was actually back in – or maybe it was last week. I don't know. He was back in concussion protocol. Like, that's – a lot of people – I wanted to talk about that, but we didn't get to it. A lot of people talk about Tua with his concussions. 
Yeah. But with Brisker and his concussions, and that's a contact position that's very worrisome. And I yeah. love Brisker. I bought his jersey. I love the way he plays. But if you can't be on the field, man, it's it, it doesn't look good for you. And uh, I, I don't know, maybe Eddie Jackson's back. Maybe they put Hicks in that position next to him. I'm not sure what the plan gonna is. Play, uh, Quindell will be the starting strong. Quindell yeah. Johnson. But hmm. uh, I think the Bears run the ball. They keep it close. I'd like to see Bajan throw a touchdown or two. Um, get DJ Moore involved. I mean, you, you traded the number one overall pick to get him, and he had one target last week in the second half. I mean, he if there's something that should know how to get after Marshawn Lattimore, it should be DJ Moore. Absolutely. Yeah. He played him twice a year for his whole time there in Carolina. So, uh, definitely, I, I mean, I don't think we win, but I think we keep it closer than – we are projected to. I think that Vegas is having a tough time setting a line for the Bears this year because they'll set it really big and then we cover, and then they set it really big and we don't cover. So mm-hmm. it's not, it's difficult for them to 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 get a handle on it. Um, but uh, that sucks that that Brisker's hurt, man. That just throws a. <sighs> it is what it is. Um, well, topic, topic for a different show, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people like yeah. Swift and a lot of good other chat members were like, "Hey, man, you gotta you gotta consider that a lot of these people have been injured." And you're yeah. absolutely right, but I think maybe that's a topic for a different show about. Yeah. At some point, we get a question like, "Some of these concussions, that's from play, and that's going to happen." But it is a bit of a concern of how often players are injured in this under this yeah, regime, yeah. and sometimes that's bad luck, but sometimes that's also you know the, the people in the building that aren't taking care of bodies and health and things of that sort. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, next week the Bears play on Thursday, so we can come in. I don't think I'll work next Sunday, but we can come in Sunday and just have a Bears state of affairs. Uh, I mean, that's kind of what we did today, but um, I mean. I mean, if it makes you anybody else feel better, I do have a feeling that because it's just very on brand for the Bears. The Bears are going to find a way to lay a, a superior ass beating on the Panthers. Like it's yeah. gonna be a brutal beating, and everybody's gonna be back on board. Like, see I mean, the Bears. I'm telling. I just feel it. Like it's we gonna. Gotta, we got to do that to protect. Our draft. Get that pick. To <laughs> <laughs> protect that draft pick, man. I, I don't... The, the NFL writers wrote the script for that one. They 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 said the the Bears will beat the Panthers' ass what? in all caps. I tell you, like just just. And I'm, I'm obviously kidding. What do I know? But I'm like bookmark it now. Eberflus likes to play on these Mondays and Thursdays. Lay superior. The team seems to. <laughs> I'm telling you, it just it's rearing up to where you know the Bears only win one out of every six or whatever. Like it's just one of those situations mm-hmm. where yeah. it'll be a few weeks since the last win. The Panthers are just gonna come into town and just boom. <laughs> it's yeah. just I feel it. Yeah. So well, we, just to wrap it up, we've all got the Bears losing, but I have the Bears covering. I think it's a closer game than a lot of people think. Uh, but we'll get out of here and uh, figure out what we're going to do next weekend. But until then, bear down. Bear down, everybody.